Yo, 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 it's the kid, 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 it's your boy here, Double H Halfful, back in the mix, back in the mix. We're here for another um, rap episode here. Um, we did Elmatic, we did Reasonable Doubts. And now for this week, as we mentioned at the end of last week's episode, we are riding with Lupe Fiasco's debut album, Food and Liqueur. Um, so joining me um, this week again are my two... Um, incredible co-hosts um, Tosin and Daniel Introduce yourself What's up, what's up, I'm Daniel, Daniel, Daniel You guys know me Yeah, y'all know me, I'm Tosin How we living? Alright, let's go, just get go, to go. it yeah, Alright, cool so, so look, so let me just, you know, start things off first You know, then I can allow my peeps to then come off it So, um, Food and Liquor, Lupe Fiasco Listened to the album Back to Back twice um, I... Definitely Kick Push, obviously, that is an iconic single. We'll, we'll talk more about that when we, we get into the album. But I think my general thoughts on the album is pretty good album. Pretty good album. I mean, re- pretty, you know, solid, pretty good. Some interesting songs, great rapping by Lupe Fiasco. What I like about it is that, you know, we'll get into it it's more is that, you know, it doesn't swear a lot. Very much cleaner than a lot of other rappers, which I like. And there's a nice purity with his rapping. What I always say is that, okay, Mr. Rapper, let, take away the F words, the S words, and the profanity. Can he still write lyrics down? A lot of rappers can't. <laughs> um, yeah. So, that was, but for me, I just felt, you know, this was a really good album. Definitely not a classic. Definitely cannot be, be, be called a classic. I feel the album begins from Kick Push. That's when it, it really begins. But it's just as a body of work, it's not something that you can play top to bottom and it's nice and clean and watertight you know i just think that there are a lot of tracks that are skippable a lot of tracks that don't work because of wrong choice of having a singer on it maybe overproduced um but when things do work and he then really definitely gets in his pocket it definitely you can definitely just see what a really good rapper he is but i just think that the production wasn't really consistently right for the kind of rapping that lupe fiasco was bringing with so that was my general thoughts. So, Daniel, your thoughts? <laughs> it's interesting because you just basically slated the whole album. Um, I, yeah. I didn't actually. I co- come to on say, to say it starts from kick push. Like, right. to, how I mean, you going? I, how you going? Skip over real? Like, just might be okay. Like, I don't want to critique your point. Like, we will get into those individual tracks because okay. you basically gave like the ending soliloquy at, at the top. So you basically just said it's not classic. So I wonder what you're going to give it ratings wise. But for me. Um, this came out in 2006, so I was 15, 16. At this at this moment in time, I was able basically to listen to what I wanted to around the house, and I definitely remember hearing Kanye "Late Registration" touch the sky, and that was the first time I think many of us is me. Let me just say yep, that same with like me, that was same the first time I ever heard Lupe Fiasco. So I was like, who is this? Um. And you, you remember know, the MCV you, video <laughs> with Nia Long and Tracy Ellis Ross? Um, I remember Pamela Anderson and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nia Long and Tracy, they're the one with the afros. They got the afros on. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. That was back in the days, man, when you're 50, 60, yo, like Pamela Anderson with the, the big boobs and stuff like that. I remember, I, I want to say uh, more graphic words, but I can't. Um, so, yeah, I, I remember that video. Kanye dies, obviously. Well, spoiler. He dies. And uh, yeah, but Lupe gets the third verse in that track. So I was like, who is this? 
and this is maybe 2005 when the video, like VH1, MTV, as, as Tosin said, um, come to find that he's releasing a debut album, Food and Liquor, Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor. Like It's kind of like a pimp name slip back. I, I feel like I have to say the whole thing. <laughs> so <laughs> Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor drops. And I remember, I, I don't know if I bought the album or if I downloaded it illegally. Hopefully the statute of limitations has passed. Nah, it's you, been... It was one of the bootleggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for, been like 12 years. So I probably had that one on a burnt Memorex. And uh, yeah, I I remember listening to it and feeling like this was my first true real-time exposure to would-be conscious rap. Now, obviously, this is like surface-level conscious rap. Like it's not Immortal Technique or Akala for those in the UK. Like it's, it's not that deep. But when you hear tracks like Hurt Me Soul or Hurt American Terrorist or songs like that, I remember thinking, like, this guy's not just doing the throw some D's on it, snap, rap. Like, it's nothing like that. And it's not like Kanye was really into his Jesus bag, Jesus walks and the whole religion thing. Like, Lupe Fiasco wasn't really beating you over the head, but he was still putting messages in the music. So I remember being like 15, 16, somewhere around there thinking like, oh, he's doing something different. And for someone who likes to think, I don't know if I'm highbrow, but just somebody who's like, Snoop. oh, <laughs> in, in, in a way, it's more like, yo, like y'all listening to that radio rap. I don't listen to the radio. I, I'm going to download my own albums. I'm going to listen to real hip hop as it were. So Lupe Fiasco, I think why a lot of people consider this album classic is Lupe is many people's first, at least from my generation. So if you're between... 25 30 somewhere maybe not 30 that's probably a bit too old but like 28 to uh, 24 28 let's say could be your first exposure to real rap and i think that's why people think this album is seminal because he's your first like oh somebody who actually spit some real shit in a mainstream context you're going to gravitate towards that especially if you're so inclined so yeah. I think that's why people see this album as classic, or it's it's a questionable classic, but we'll get into that. Tosin, right. I'm, and now I'm curious why Tosin, why did you pick this album? Because you're younger than me by a few years, so that's a tough question because y'all just put me on the spot last week. <laughs> but no, and no, just, no. But obviously just, the album had to come into your mind for some reason. So like, what made al- you pick this? Okay, so I'm in the fifth grade, right? So that's when this. That's when this came out, and my my view of hip hop was pretty much MTV. All right, like I heard I heard a couple of the Yay records. I knew the B and J records, like Crazy in Love, like just pretty much the pop. What was going? What was the pop shit back then? Boy, I had a little homeboy named Vernon, and he would come through with his iPod, and we would like share headphones, yep. and uh, we'd be listening to Mike Jones, man, back then. Too late on. Day, 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 now hot day, 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 Chameleonaire riding, they see me rolling. <laughs> like, they hate I, it, <laughs> patrolling it. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. This actually, no, it's actually what's really interesting is just the stuff that was really popping when you guys were young. It's 
garbage. Come compared to what was popular when I was young. That's just what's really interesting. Yeah, no, but like when I thought of lyricism, if you were to ask fifth grade me, what is lyricism, bro? I would have been like Wayne, bro, Wheezy. Like I, I would have, but no, no, Wade, Wade is, and I can still say this confidently today. Wayne is one of the dopest lyricists. Like even underground cats fuck with Lil Wayne. It's just you know so there have been pretty rapping about pussy every bar. Exactly, Wayne. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fireman, Lil Wayne. That was like my favorite song back then. Basically, you, like, you, you, you just watched a bunch like, of videos, bro. Like, everything that had a video, you were on it. Exactly. So, 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 where does Lupe fit in, in into this whole thing, man? I exactly. Mean, like, just like Dan, man. I'm watching MTV one day, like, Touch the Sky comes on. It's this 70s-style music video. Then I'm like, yo, who's this Steve Urkel-looking ass, like, <laughs> dude rapping? Like, who is this dude? And then he calls it, you know, yes, yes. Guess who's, who's on, on third? third. Lupe still like Lupe the third. <laughs> Yo, this dude. Okay, let's see what this dude's about. And then Kick Push drops. Mm. And everyone knows about Kick Push. Like, I can understand maybe the older you grow, the more corny you might think the record is. It isn't. It isn't. No, no. It's, some it's, people think it's, it's, it's a classic it's song. Corny. Bro, because like... I no, 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 no. You, you can't... Cool. It's, it's a classic song is a classic song. No, Me I listen agree. to it again, like, it's sorry, it's a classic song. Like, classic songs... See, songs that are corny are those one-hit songs that were completely about at the time. When you listen to this, again... Okay, look, but I'm like, but it just sets me back to where I was. I'm like, oh my God, I remember when yeah. I was, when I when I listened to this, when it first came out and everything. But, but well, carry on, carry on. Because I remember the year later, when he dropped The Cool, and that's the thing, me picking food and liquor, some, some people, Lupe stands, I know... They'll tell me food and liquor is, some will say second. A lot of people say third nowadays because they say Lupe's gotten more technical with his rapping ever since then. But back then, I remember when The Cool dropped and I would like hit dudes up like, yo, man, you got to check this nigga out, Lupe. And they're like, the kick push, nigga. The skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> like the skateboard. Like the skateboard dude. Like That's that's literally, that was Lupe's, that, that was pretty much his rep. But that record though, it's not really about skating. Like people think it's about skating, but it's just more about. We'll just... get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, no, we'll, yeah, no, like no, no, no. Guy... But, but, but just give me your general thoughts on the album and why you feel it is a, a classic. The album specifically as a whole. Okay, so, for example, Illmatic. When did Illmatic go platinum? Two thousand four, or two thousand one? Seven years. Yeah, seven years after it dropped. Lupe Fiasco, in the midst of this snap rappy era, it was so anticipated that he had, that it was bootlegged, like, insanely. Like, it, it, it only sold, like, 80,000 in 2006. That's unheard of. Like, albums coming out of Atlantic Records, they would usually go in six figures, you know, with, a, with an artist like that, especially with the, with the promotion he got, at least from the first two um, records. So that was... that. I think it had that cult feeling for everyone who was just wanting something real, you know, right. as the second track was saying, like he came with that, he came with that real. And that's, that influenced a lot of these blog rappers, man, that were to come out in the subsequent. That was going to be one of these blog rappers. Lupe, Lupe sits in an interesting area. He comes like after, like the gangster rap from like the late '90s, early 2000s. Then you get the bling era, then you get the snap rap era, all, and all of these kind of mingle. 
But Lupe stands out as something different. And he's before mixtape and internet rappers like Drake, Kid Cudi, Wale. So he yeah, sits no. in a very interesting space where if you were in tune in 2005-06, this album and the cool to an extent, probably even more so, stand out as like, yo, that's a classic album for me. And I think that's where we get into the argument. Is it a classic album in the hip-hop grand scheme? We can have questions. But for people who are of a certain age, the album is unquestionably classic for them, which is where we get into the argument. Like, if something is classic for you and enough people think it's classic for them, does that make it classic? This is classic, man. This is classic because there was just something different about him. Yo, another story I would say is, like, uh, one of my, like... uh, my white friends, I introduced, he didn't like rap at all. He hated rap. So I, I put him on to Lupe and he was shocked. He was like, yo, there are no curse words in here. Like the, the E, I don't see the little E sign when it's on my iTunes. You know, <laughs> my dad lets me listen to this because there's only one song with the E. And I think, I can't remember what record that is. I think it's I Gotcha or um, The Cool. I think it's The Cool. One, one of them records. But yeah, it's just. It's accessible, but it appeals. It appeals to you know sex in the mainstream, sex underground, obviously. Mm. And then, as as um, DT was talking about, when those sex collide by way of the internet, like Lupe was one of the he was one of the trendsetters, man. He was one of the kickstarters of that. So, so in fifth grade, you had an iPod. Yeah, fifth generation. So that was this like, like two thousand six. Yeah, two thousand six ish. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, iPods, but those, those, those like, was like the first generation iPod, wasn't it? Got rich. I was fifteen. I had a flip phone still. Like this was like <laughs> this. This was like like uh, you know the razor phones. Those were like symb- symbolic at the high school. Like if you had like the, I think it was Motorola. Nah, but, the but razor. That's the thing, though. Wait. Like my dad had it, and he would just he would just leave it around the house, and we would just we would all just fight over it. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 basically. When I was 15, I had literally, literally a brick as a phone. <laughs> a, a literal brick. Bro, I, I, I remember, and this is mad nerdy, and it's mad embarrassing when I look back on it. But 2004, five, I had a cassette player still. And I would go to school with my cassette player, that I, and I would have songs recorded off the radio, and I would listen to those. I thought that's for, like, 90s, I guess, like... I know. We... We the, were poor. The, the, no, the, the the first rap album I I made with my friend was on was on tape. We did it on on, on tape, yeah, and exactly. and I, I recorded stuff from Tim Westwood's radio thing via tape. So because wow. look, I, like I had to steal the music somehow because I couldn't buy it, and my parents were just weren't gonna just let me listen to it. So I had to find like old technology basically. So a, a song would come on the radio, cassette tape from around the house, put it in the machine, you hit record and pl- play at the same time, boom. And then I have my little mixtape that I made off the radio. So this was like 2004 or 5. And then like I, like oh. CD players come out. But yeah, anyway, Lupe gives his explanation for why he's called the album Food and Liquor. Which for me, it he says, I have this philosophy, right? It's like, bro, there's good and bad and everything. Like, that's not yeah. your philosophy, bro. Like, that philosophy has been around. Like, the yin yang has been around for centuries. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's he's refining it. Maybe this is his version nah, of what nah, nah. he's like. So. I, I, you, you got your good, you got your bad, you got your food and liquor. Like the food and liquor, like yeah. you flip the food and liquor store concept in Chicago, so where people can understand that. But the fact that I got this philosophy, like, bro, no, you don't hey, have man. the philosophy. You You're just right, though. Came like, up with it. Food is a necessity. 
liquor right. is just a want. A want, exactly. Like, and his Muslim faith also um, ties into this mm. heavy as well. So, don't forget, he broke off of um, Muhammad Walks. That's how he got discovered because Ye uh, heard Muhammad Walks, right? And then, um, pretty much, I think they signed him off of that record or something like that. So, I think Jay. Got Jay Z was the executive producer. Oh, of the yeah. Album. Like, it, think about it. This is a debut album from somebody that not that many people know about, and there's a Jay Z verse in it. So, how does that happen? It's because Jay Z saw something in Lupe that he liked and helped him get the deal with Atlantic. All right. So, again, intro sets the yep. tone of the album. I think this then tells that, okay, this isn't just a rap rap album. This, this is an album that's trying to say something. Mm. Speak oh, to something thing, a lot thing. deeper. What? Last thing on this intro. Like when I was a kid, I was like coming back to this album. I was mad that like, yo, why ain't he rap over this? <laughs> like, <laughs> like how you not go rap over this, man? Like the beat. It reminded me. It reminded me of like most deaf black on both sides. Where in the intro, you expect him like it takes like three forty four minutes. I thought it was gonna be something something similar to that, you know, where he take three four minutes just talking, and then he was gonna rap. He didn't rap once on this intro and the outro. That's that's another story. But oh man, the outro, know. Jesus Christ! We'll get there. We'll <laughs> no, get no, there. no, no. We'll we will there. get there. We we will get. I'm flipping. Trust. Okay, look, we'll we'll, we'll get to the outro. All right, so look, let's just start off with um, the standout track. Best track on the album. Um, I think this is a classic. And the funny thing about this is this. We're going to skip over real and just might be okay. Yes. Wait, okay. Okay. Do you want to hear my take on real? Do you want to hear my take on real? What is your take on real? Um, decent. You know, the song didn't grab me. Again, it's like good rapping. I can hear the content in the rapping. But the production and the singing and how it was put together, it just didn't... It didn't connect with me. So it's a track that I listen, I'm like, okay, yeah, boom. But it's just it just doesn't have that snap as something that is like, aha, I can really connect with it. So whatever he's saying and his content is lost within the production and the sync, which just doesn't really give you the uh, just doesn't really send the message out in a concrete, concise manner. So yeah, that's my thing. Cool, cool song, but for me, it just doesn't grab me. You see, I I just think it, it further illustrates the point of what this album is trying to do. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a great song, but it's just, it's a message to the listener that this isn't going to be snap rap. It's not going to be, like, superficial. I'm like, I'm actually trying to give you something that you can appreciate. But no, 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 no. But I didn't say anything about, about snap rap. Like, what's it called? No, 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 no. But I'm, like, Tosin just mentioned I'm black on, on both sides. Was, okay, okay, all right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, it's, this is another point it's like a total it's not a total other lane but it's a different i'm not you know jumping on you i'm just saying this is what lupe is trying to tell us with this track and i think it that's why i didn't want to necessarily skip it because i think you definitely you need to listen to that this song and the intro in order for subsequent songs to make sense or at least not Mm -hmm. to miss things that you otherwise would because you're just like listening without hearing or hearing without listening depending on how you yeah No, but yeah, this record. Like, when I first heard it, I was, I was, I was in, I was, I think I was just like Double H. I kind of felt it was a, it was, it was skippable. Um, but I don't know. Just over the years, every time I've come back to it, like it's just production-wise, 
I don't see why it's underwhelming. I think it's. I think this is a dope. Like I think the instrumentation here is dope. It's like, it's really Kanye influenced, if you can tell. Even though Kanye did not produce this, but you could tell that 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 Chicago sound, where it's um, a lot of, you know, like um, just heavy heavy strings, a lot of melody, mm. a lot of uh, guitars in the back. Um, like one of the dudes on Pitchfork, he called this album score rap. So you could see that, you know, they were going for that. Because remember how Kanye had in late registration, he had John Bryan, the yep. dude who did uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Like just that sound. Um, I believe that's what um, Lupe and other Chicago rappers were kind of like going towards in that sense. Just really happy, but um very still grandiose like just using weird instruments like you know um the cello and the guitars in the background so yeah Mm. yeah but also like the verses i like how he did the verses where he starts out with one word and then kind of explains everything in the verse of the first one he goes with lust and sometimes can override trust um and i'm forgetting the bars offhand and then the next one is life Aim it to come around twice, and then he goes into yeah. the barn. I think the last one, struggle, another sign that God love that you, God love you. being poor, make you humble. Like those yeah. kinds of verses. Like I, I like what he did, where he starts with one word, just as a poetic thing, and then just mm. runs down why why it wasn't yeah. at the end where he goes, that's my plan. If you can, on the like just those yeah those, those um, little hits yeah, are, I, over there, and yeah. he always I think he also changed up the hook as it went on, where he's talking about. You know, the game is not to give them nothing real, real. Nothing that they could use, nothing that they could feel. So, yeah, again, echoing back to that point that you were talking about, mm. um, about, you know, the game where it's at right now, and I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the one supplying the real. So, right. yeah. So, yeah, let's move on. Um, just, 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 just as a point. Well, maybe we can get to this at the end of the track. Sorry, sorry, to believe. We we can skip over. Just might be okay. I'm I'm fine with that. We don't have to. Okay. Um, because I'm, wait, because because I was gonna keep my assessments on that. So, um, <laughs> no, all right, all right, do it. Okay, we we gonna have to go in depth. But do you like it? Love it? Hate it? Like, what's your opinion? Um, possible doesn't. I mean, skip. Okay, Tosin, let me, we, we, Tosin we, like it, love it, hate it. Just might be okay. Um, the production is a bit overbearing. Here we go. Yeah. Um. So I can I can understand why it's not. But still, Lupe still comes in hard. But you know, I don't think it's aged well. This record production has to make it. it, it and and this is the thing about a rapper. Doesn't matter how well you rap, if the production isn't on points, all that efforts you've done with your rapping goes to waste. The production has to be on point. <laughs> Yeah, like, he, he, he had some slick lines out here, like you know, two family habitat for humanity. But the, but the production has to be on points. Right. Like your your lines can be amazing if the production isn't on points, then it, your efforts are futile because you're trying so hard to listen to the lines, but you have this confusing production thing just like um, bothering you as you're trying to listen to the lines. So there you go. All right, track four. Um, best for me, best track on on the album. Um, great, great 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 song and the funny thing about this is that so yeah this was all six so yeah i think i'd already so this is when and this was already during my university time but um i remember when this 
came out. And that's the weird thing, because I really feel that if this... Wait, when did this single come out, Kick Push? Um, 2006, right? Yeah, 06. I'm sure it was recorded in 2005. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, because it just feels like if it's came out earlier. But yeah, when it listens, like, it's just a... It's just a like, even how it starts, just the groove of when it starts, and just how the drums and the kicks come in. I see this, see this, Senna, this is what I say about where production is so important. Because when 100%, I could hear that this guy is rapping well on both real and just my BOK, but the production didn't help because the production was just too all over the place. In this kick push, it's not overdone. It's on points. It's effective. And it gives the rapper the platform to really shine. And this is when I, actually, I can actually finally hear the rapper. It's like, oh, wow, I can actually finally hear what he's saying. But I can also hear the beat. But the beat is good, but the beat isn't overbearing, isn't complicated, and it's not trying to steal the show. And just his rapping, what he's saying, how he writes it, and the just how the, the perfection of how he hits the chorus just makes this, this just a classic, classic, classic track. Classic track. Yeah, the, uh, the, the beat, uh, uh, it's, it's great. Like the strings. Uh, again, maybe a theme. Yeah. It doesn't do too much. Like it allows Lupe to tell the story that he needs to tell. Um, and it just keeps him in the pocket. Oh, and I I do have a question on this, but I'll let Tosin give his thoughts on it before I ask. Oh, um, yeah, this was this was the first record I ever heard from Lupe. So same. Well, um, yep, same. Full song, full song. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this was this is pretty much what jump started his career, man. So I know one of the big misconceptions is this song is about skateboarding. So exactly, that's, I, I, that's no, all you that, hear. That, that, that was going to be my but, question. Like, when did you first figure out that the song wasn't about skateboarding? That it was more like a, a buildings roman, a, a life story, and then like a love story? Yeah. Just, I don't know, like, just more and more lessons, you know? Yeah. It's, until... it's, it's, it's like, oh, so, so this guy's rapping about skateboarding, but then, like, once yeah. you like, actually listen like you to said, it four or five like you times, said... it, it clicks. Yeah, like you said, I think uh, on the Elmatic episode, you know, first listen, you're just trying to get a musical feel for what you're hearing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the lyrics start to come to you, like the lyrics start, you know, your your brain starts to process the lyrics upon more listens. So yeah, that's pretty much when I would say, that's pretty much the timeline of how I was able to understand that this wasn't just some skateboarding record, but um, like. This was it, man. This was the record because the person that I was talking about earlier, this was the he was a, he was some skatehead, right? So I showed up this record, and I think this was the record that kind of got him into you know the genre as a whole. So like, uh, it's just so friendly, man. Like, like think about it. Like, even freaking white white parrots, man. Like they didn't even <laughs> like they're just like, wow, this is just really clean, but not just clean though. Like still pristine and just and dope like still there's still there's that storytelling there's that right. you know he's still dropping like you know um clever witty lines here and there and uh you could tell that he has um lupe has a penchant for repetition because repetition is like what 
you know, sets in your brain, like it sets in your head. We'll talk about he says, she says or later, but Oof. you know, he he ends every record, he ends every verse on this record with I'm you sorry know there's no skating. I'm sorry, there's no skate here, so we kick, kick push. You know, so it's Yo, just... no, even even the the chorus is like kick push, kick push, kick push. push. Like there's yeah. a repetitiveness to the to yeah. the chorus. Also just one thing I wanted to point out. Like when th- there's a bar that's like um but I'm engaged to these aerials and varials, and, and I don't think this board is strong enough to carry two. She said, "Bow, I weigh 120 pounds." Now let me make one thing clear: I don't need to ride yours. I got mine's right here. So she took him to a spot that he didn't know about, and I'm forgetting the lines from there. But like, there, there was like a woman empowerment message in the bars. But you know when people like, uh, if if you're watching a film. And like a bad thing happens, and like the, there's a man and a woman together, and they need to run away. So the man grabs the woman's hand, and they run away, and it's like he's leading her in a sense. Like Lupe is showing that he's able to see past kind of that weird programming of like macho leader or whatever, and like gives the female some agency and some power over the situation, and just like yo, so she has her own voice in the song as well. So he's able to write from two perspectives in that sense. Which I thought was well, she unique. Did, did she really? I don't think she had her own. She just he just mentions her, but yeah, I I, I get what you. I don't necessarily agree with. Don't you. ruin like, don't don't ruin Daniel's assessment to him. No 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 no. <laughs> no 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 no. I'm just saying like it's interesting that Lupe gives her a voice in the song, if that makes okay. sense, and that it's not a a following voice. She's leading him, or the character that he's made up. I just thought that was interesting in like 2006. Mm. Like it seems like something that everyone would do in 2019. They're like, oh yeah, like the woman has her voice, you know, woman's power or whatever. But yeah, for Lupe to do that in 2006, I thought was pretty interesting. So yeah, look, great track, great track, which I think, I think from even from making what you guys said, I think that's what I first said about it. Oh yeah, skateboarding, cool. <laughs> but then when you listen to it more and more, like skateboarding is sort of like very surface and mentioned just as like an appendage, but it's really about something a lot deeper. Yeah. But skateboarding is just a thing that just hangs around there just to make it seem exciting, but it's really a bit more deeper and about it's really telling a story beyond just stuff that that skate, which just makes me, because it works on many different levels, just makes the track good beyond just being musically in point. So, um, this was Neptune's, I gotcha. Oof. This was my favorite, what? <laughs> this was so. It's, it's, this wait, was actually, wait, Daniel. This was, what did you, you say? What you say, Daniel? I said it's skippable. You know, I nah. I mean, for me, this, this isn't kick push. But you see, this is a song where, like, yeah, like I can just leave it. Like, it's not like oh wow, but I can, yeah, you know, because again, like Neptune. This is peak. This is when Neptune were basically hungry. So it's a song where, like, yeah, man, you know, you can just put it in there. It, it has a nice bump to it. And he has also a nice bomb to his rap as well. So yeah, it's like yeah, you know. Here's what I said. This is when the album I feel starts, because I just felt like real and just my my be okay, and then skippable for me. But kick push, so I gotcha. Okay, it's this is now. It's it's lively. The production's on points. Aha, we're we're in. We're in. This was my favorite Lupe record, like as a kid, because I think it was the second single. That's when I I knew okay, this guy's the he's the truth. This was the one that really made me like a Lupe fan, because I remember it being on MTV back then, and uh, this dude rapped about fragrances for an entire verse, without it sounding forced, without it sounding corny. Like 
They want to smell like me. They want my bouquet, but they can't. They accent it like the UK. Turn that Uday Lupe to Pepe Le Pew spray. Flagrant. We, it just, it's just so dope. Like, this is Lupe using, you know, that internal multisyllabic rhyme scheme. But even the, the production is so dope behind it. I know those keys, those uh, piano licks, they kind of sound like... Um, I don't know if y'all have heard the record. I'm sure DT has a "Get By" by um, Talib Kweli. Yep. So dun, 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 dun. like it kind of sounds like that, There's, but no, 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 no. Like "Get By" is way better. Like <laughs> you. Uh, okay, you can. I'm um, look. That's not what we're trying to argue. That's what I'm, not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay, fine, fair enough. But I'm just talking about yeah. I'm just talking about the instrumental itself. Like the fact that Pharrell doesn't even use samples in making his beats. Like that's just like he's he's on. No, no, he's he's, no, get it right. Pharrell and Chad Hugo, man. <laughs> Poor respect on Chad Hugo's name, man. Yeah, okay. Respect to Chad Hugo, but Pharrell's done work, you know. Like Hell Hath No Fury, for example. Like it's written in the Neptune's name, but Pharrell produced it. So this yeah, record could have just been Pharrell. No, 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 no. For me, I, I always felt that at their best, it's those two dudes, Pharrell and Chad Hugo. Pharrell stuff yeah, that he's produced enough. by himself hasn't been as good as when he has your boy Chad there. That's just my, my view, though. The, the Barza scheme he had. Don't you remember that part where he's talking about um, have my mind moving faster than that hog in the hedges? This is where I keep the bars like bathtub edges. My ivories and my doves, my levers and my zesses. Takes half of your bubble bath to match the freshness. And I be on my green like Irish spring and I coast fudge with it, get a mouthful of soap. Like, yo, like... Dude, this was it. cold. We get it. This we get you're into battle rap, and he threw like doves, levers, zests, Irish Man. Spring, whatever else. We get it. Like, yeah, woo. <laughs> Man, why are you hating on greatness? Like, I'm not hating on greatness. Gra- I'm just saying, Did like, you just wait, say greatness? He just, greatness. Greatness. He just threw a bunch wow. of like soap brands into the bar. Like, it's very clever, but it's just like kind of battle rappy. You don't care for battle rap, or like in terms of in the context of someone spitting. Like, come on, we have a man here who reps it's Chino dope. and selling cannabis. We both love dope. battle rap. I'm just saying, like, it's just man dope. It's not like crazy dope. Whatever, yeah, man. Yeah. It's, to, it's, to, to, to twelve-year-old me, that was the that was the dopest <laughs> oh, thing. Okay, like, okay, fair enough. Fair wait, ten-year-old, yeah, ten-year-old yeah, me. Like that was the dopest, man. Like you were ten. I used to print out lyrics from my printer, like from the family printer. <laughs> It was, I can't remember. Was it azlyrics.com? And yeah, I would just f- print each one out. I did it with a tribe called Quest. I did it with Wu Tang. I did it with Illmatic. Like my first ever listens. Because I really wanted to, like, yo, shout out Henry Ad- Adaso. He's a Nigerian hip hop author, but I don't, I think he's Nigerian born or he had this, you know, the about.com, mm-hmm. right? He had this, um, there was rap.about.com, and he used to have all these reviews, like top 10 greatest albums of all time. So I remember visiting that website, and that's how I found, like, all the classics. So, like, in just learning about it, I would just print out lyrics after lyric, lyric sheets upon lyric sheet, and just follow it. Like you didn't that get, was like in trouble for like wasting printer paper or anything. Nah, it was blue. <laughs> we didn't have white paper. We had like Once blue, again, red, pink. Paper, so yeah. 
I got beat for printing out rap lyrics, bro. Like, oh, you wasted <laughs> ink. You wasted ink and printer paper. Nah, 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 nah. nah. All right, let's 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 run. Let's let's run. Let's run. Let's let's run. Let's run. The um, instrumental is the instrumental. Skip, skip. But okay, skip. Let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Skip, skip. No, no, no. Double H is right. He's right. He's right. No, no I, he's right. But I have one question though. about this. As half hope, you like Lincoln Park, correct? Oh, oh my wow. gosh! Talk about them. Fort so, Minor. So, so this was produced by Mike Shinoda. Shinoda. So you don't even, despite that, you don't. Fuck do you, Do you know what's so crazy? It's so crazy that you said. You know when I listened to that, I said, "My gosh, this sounds ill." Because basically, Mike Shinoda released a rap album called Fort Minor, and when I listened to that, I said, "This sounds a lot like a beat from Fort Minor." And you know, the, the weird thing about it is that the beat is good, but the song just doesn't work. I don't like. Look, it. let me just say this though: all you weirdo niggas, man. That was into Linkin Park Evanescence back then. <laughs> look, like, you, look, man, we we gonna have a conversation. Y'all some weirdos, man. Like, oh no 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 no. Y'all put me. Y'all had this. Y'all y'all infected me with the virus for. A no, no 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 no. For me, months. for me to this day, I will still say this to this day. I will still defend Linkin Park as a bloody amazing band. Musically, no. musically speaking, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Musically speaking, one hundred percent, like they're a, a a very very good musical band. And Mike Shinoda, no. they you want to know what they they blew up off of in the in, amongst niggas? They blew up off of Dragon Ball Z AMVs and NBA videos. Like remember when every sports video had fifteen percent luck, power percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated, concentrated pa- power, creative power, will. Will. five percent pleasure, fifteen percent pain, oh. and a hundred percent reason to remember the name. That no, that's, they, that was they, it, that was an NBA live. Hundred percent reason to remember the name. Like no, nah, nigga, this shit a hundred percent ass. Like this is terrible. No, no, I, I, bro, like I, I remember was... like to to that like Lincoln Park virus thing. I remember like I was in like two thousand two thousand one. We were living in a place called Chilhowee, Virginia, which is like just about the whitest place you can get on planet Earth. And there was this there was this kid named Josh, and like he put me onto this like um. Is it is it in the end? Was that their like hit song yeah, back yeah, yeah. then? Yeah. I remember yeah, listening yeah. to that and thinking, oh, this is kind of dope. And then he gave me the CD to copy, like on Windows Media Player or whatever. So it was like my first time basically pirating anything in like 2001. So yeah, I remember that track. I remember that record. So I remember growing up with this vague notion that I like Linkin Park, but never really listened to anything past that first album, which I'm forgetting the name of. Yeah, it it was kind of a hybrid virus theory. Hybrid what this record? Theory. This the instrumental though this record, what this showed me upon re-listening to it this week, man, keep rock music far the fuck away from hip hop, man. Like, <laughs> bruh, don't Rick Rubin this art form, man. But man. but you know that blacks and invented rock though. You do realize that? No, but there's a difference. There's a difference between rhythmless R and B, which is what rock is. So you just take out the rhythm from it, and it's just. Do, 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 do. Like that's it's rhythmless. There's no rhythm. That's not rock. Rock and roll is different from rock. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that heavy metal. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Look, let's let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. Um, he say, she say. Can I tell you a story about this? This was the record that allowed me to listen to whatever I want to in hindsight, because I played this record for my mom. And the way that he flips it from the first verse to the second verse, I was able to prove to my mother 
that rap actually had some merit in terms of the message um we might get a copyright strike if i don't keep talking because whoever's listening to music in the background it's a little bit loud so let me keep talking (laughs) while while you turn that down just in case let me just keep it keep it loud but yeah this was the first record that i played for my mom and she was like i get it in a way like i don't like it still because it's I, i don't understand the music but the message in the song i'll allow it in some way this specific song, I was going to say Pacific, this specific song gave me agency kind of to just do what I wanted. So shout out to He Say, She Say. Mm. All right, so He Say, She Say, again, for me, skip. Whoa! What? Nah, that's, oh. that, that's sacrilegious. Yeah, no, nah, nah, nah. That's the wild. I, I said, look, sense, but for me, like, it just doesn't do, you, do it for okay, me. Okay, no, no, firstly, do you understand what's going on with the bars? Like, if you've only listened to this once or twice, I'm, I'm assuming Even you might have cut this everything, the first time, like, but... it's a perfect harmony, like, it's... You see, no, no, see, see, that's not... For, for me, if if it doesn't get me musically, it, ha- it has to grab me musically you first. Know, it has to be structured. This is the, okay, this isn't soulful to you? I told you... <laughs> I don't care whether it's soulful or soulful. If it doesn't musically grab me, where it keeps my attention and grab me, it just doesn't grab me. So it's like, and and that's the thing about music. Music is very binary. Like this sounds quite similar to Kick Push. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Listen. No, no, I don't. No, 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 it doesn't. Listen to them. Listen. Just listen. No, 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 no. Trust me. Okay, I've had headphones and the moment Kick Push comes in, it grabs you. It's like boom. It's on point. The beat is on point. Everything on point. Boom. This is like okay. This is. I mean, like okay. What? Like it's it's the same. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a similar version of the same strings. Like it's it's not that much different. I would argue this is even a better beat than Kick Push. And you're mad. You're, you're mad. You're mad. You're mad. I, I, I agree. You're mad. I love the way. I love the way. I love the hook and how the the melody follows the strings. Ta, ta. It's a better right on the left. It's It's definitely a better beat, and and the message in the song, where it's basically about like, it's a it's a mother talking to a father, and then the same exact shit, but the son talking to him. Yeah, like it's just it's it's again. Oh no! Oh no! No, the the yeah. I'm just chorus doesn't do it for me, man. Nah, nah. Sorry, man. The chorus doesn't do it for me. I'll (laughs) say this though. Like uh, I think Lupe, he kind of regretted not doing a different verse for the for the second verse because i think he said that he felt it was a bit lazy but no, i disagree with him i just think it, it works. works it, it works. works it really but also it really but also it's it's again it goes to the point that i made when we first started this is one of the songs that if you hadn't heard or weren't hearing things like this in the mainstream or on the radio when you listen to a song like this it grabs your attention as, oh, so when he was talking about, I'm going to give them something real in the beginning, this is what you're talking about. Yeah. You understand? Like, this is a change from the Chameleonaires, the Dem Franchise Boys. Like, this is one of those records that you listen to, and it's just like, I understand what you're trying to do, and I like it. One of those things. So to skip this record, nah. Like, this is like, if I had to give this, like, five out of, like, a five-star rating, like what they do on iTunes, like, this is a five all day. And I'm what? very stingy with my five stars. A like, five, stingy, stingy, bro. Like I'm right, not. No, no, look, man. Look, okay. That's, the thing with music is that look, man. You can't tell someone. You can't explain to someone why you should like or not like someone. So yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, sunshine, decent. So I. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, with just one or two words. Okay. Uh, no, this is. I love uh, sunshine. I would say, okay, just like how I, how we were talking about um, what was that record, Coming of Age on Reasonable Doubt, where I argued that it's like just an average record in the context of the whole album. This is what sunshine is for me on this album. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just it's like an ode to "I love her." I used to love her by Common. Where we need just to do resurrection. About... We definitely need to do resurrection. Like that. That has to yeah. happen. By oh, the way, sure. be, because J Cole doesn't have a classic album, this is the closest I'm going to get to saying this. If you can't sing, stop singing your hooks. Okay, like this. Yo, my sunshine. Like, bro, you can't sing. Like, get somebody to do your hook for you. Like, that ruins... Nah, well, 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 it's, it's, like, it shows how okay. how real how real you are. Like, if you're trying to sing, it, it, it shows you being Sometimes real. singing isn't about being on key sometimes Damn, for me. It's, if it's, dead, it's about it's personality. Personality no, in your voice. So, I don't know why. I, don't I, was, know. I was listening back. To I didn't think it was that bad. There, there are way worse hooks bad. than this one. It was bad. It was. It's bad. It's bad. It's very bad. Now nah, the worst is the instrumental. And he never lied. Like what the, f- what is that? Like that's terrible. Like this one was okay, <laughs> you know. Zero. Okay, so the, a recurring theme is we're all having problems somewhat with the hooks. So half hope didn't like the hook from he say she say. The instrumental's whack. Sunshine. It might not be whack, but you shouldn't be singing it. So let's see what we. Th- so let's see what we think about Jill Scott or Daydreaming. Shout yeah. out Jill Scott. No, no, yeah, no, look, look I, I love Jill Scott's man. Look, man, really damn good singer. Um, I liked the sample and flip on this. You know, daydream, and then and then the day in the flowers, burn a couple of hours. What a beautiful. Yeah, so so yeah, cool. So obviously that really that's what really grabbed them because it's obviously a face on a, on a, on a famous song or whatever as well. So yeah, good track, good track. Again, not a amazing track. It ain't kick push. But it's like, yeah, it's not an amazing track. Slightly, it's right. it puts it puts it it's so much okay. happening. You know, yeah, it's, it's all right. It's not. It's good. It's good. Spectacular, in the way that maybe a he should. It's going for it though, like, with the strings and everything. Like, it's, it's going trying. for the spectacular. It's trying. Yeah, it's trying. But it's for for me, it's a bit slow. Yeah, it's, you didn't like the way Lupe. Yeah, Lupe could have sounded faster to you on it. Yeah, it could have been. They could have just sped it up. I'm not sure about like what the beats per minute could have been, but if they make it a bit faster. Or just Lupe needs to fit more words into the bars because it sounds kind of elongated the way he was rapping, but it's good. And a uh, shout I... out Jill Scott again, like Hall of Famer, in the BBW category. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, she she killed she killed the hook, man. Like she went in. So uh, shout out. Um, the cool. Very good. I like. Um, I love this song actually. Sorry, nah. Sorry, nah, nah. Whoa, you don't like this? The the beats, nah. Sorry, like. Oh, you, you just diss Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, he produced this. I mean, yeah, like the yeah. the beat is just nah. It's just nah. all. I mean, all over the place. Just nah. nah. That's 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 a that's an insane opinion. But again, <laughs> we no, you can't I make anyone it, like what you like. That's the thing. It's because. Uh, it's the funky drummer. You know the funky drummer drums. It's the yep. same drums. When Kanye was probably t- told to, you know, produce this record, he probably looked at Lupe as this mystical, spacey, spaced out, eloquent type dude. So he tried to come up with some 
interesting synths to sample. I think it's a Dexter Wenzel record. But overall, though, just this record itself, like, uh, but it's it's I'm, it's it's the story that makes it this yeah best, you know. The cask of I don't know if y'all read like because uh, this is like um, some Edgar Allan Poe type stuff, man. It's like yeah. uh, just where you're burying some dude alive, and in this story, you have someone waking up from being buried alive. Um, but yeah, like this whole song. Um, I remember reading this off somewhere. I think it was described as just like a whole enormous metaphor. So it's about the same Michael Young guy uh, off He Say, She Say. That's him. And then this is him in like, you know, probably the epilogue of the story where he's quote unquote dead. That death could mean a metaphor for him trying to, you know, that death could be a metaphor for him losing his own like, um, innocence by joining gang culture and then him dying and uh, coming back to life represents his decision to go back to the old life so that broken latch where he kicks his casket open Mm -hmm. um that's him like attempting to be good you know quote unquote and um a story of like um i think in the ending where it says he dies he just says you know he's just gonna go back to being a gangster so you know how it's like hustler for life he's just saying hustler for death no heaven for a gangster so he he i think he comes to terms with the fact that you know he can't change his life it's kind of like the antithesis of like uh like y'all seen the wire right mm-hmm. mm. yeah y'all remember uh cuddy from the wire the dude who comes out from his sentence and uh he was supposed the to kill that dude, dude fruit yeah boxing, yeah the dude yeah. starts the boxing gym yeah and he was supposed to kill that dude fruit who owed him money but then like uh slim charles and the wire is so like cold-blooded man like slim charles just pops off on a young kid who has an asthma attack and uh fruit is right in the vicinity and cuddy's supposed to shoot him right then and there and he doesn't then they go back to avon it's, it's him slim charles and avon and uh both them dudes they meet up and avon like asks him like why didn't you pull the trigger and cuddy was like you know, he's like, uh, whatever it is in you that lets you flow like you flow, you know, do that thing, it ain't in me no more. <laughs> and then he just goes. Like, he just tells her, yo, Ava, I can't do this no more. Like, like juxtapose that with this. I think Lupe was drawing a lot of references. Like, as we'll talk about in the other records, like Hurt Me So and stuff, he was, he was really into street-related media like street related cinema and things of that ilk you know he talks about Nas as it was written i'm sure he was watching the wire as this was this was season three of the wire i'm sure you i'm sure this was that scene or something was an inspiration for this character like a lot of the occurrences in that show were part of the inspiration in him creating this album and like telling different stories so Can we get to the best song on this album please um hurt me so double I know. Okay, I've 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 Yo, you 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 can't be out of pocket when you talk about this one. No, okay, yes. Very good track. Another of the big highlights. Again, good beats, nice lovely rapping, great chorus, very good song. So yeah, for me, this is the only song I feel finally gets onto the level of kick push, like five, six songs later, but we got there in the end. This is this is the best song on the album. No, it's not. Yes, it is. 
This is markedly better than Kick Push. Is the third best song on this yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. This is this kick, is better than Kick Push. This kick Push is, is kick, kick, kick Push is the best song. I, I know. I know. It sounds cheesy because it's a single. Kick Push is the best song on the album, bro. No, Sorry, it is. Um, but no, but no, look again. I can't. It's music, so I can't get anything. So, but for me, Kick Push is the best song on the album. But yeah, this very good track. Very good track. Very good track. Bro, I love the. I love the beats. I love the vibe. Everything about it. Quality. You, you know what? Uh, Tosin, I'll, I'll let you get through the first two verses, and then I'll say my piece on the third verse. Man, the third verse. Look, this is one of the <laughs> greatest hip-hop records of all time. Just real Fact. talk. Like, I'm dead serious. Of all time. Like, wow. Of all time. <laughs> Tosin, like, you, need, you need to listen to a lot of rap, bro. I'm just saying. What are you ta- Bro, what are you talking about? Like, you think Chino no, no. is so nice. Like, no, no, it's no. different. Tosin, okay, look, you need to have to go there. Look, just... Put some respect on cannabis and on Chino XL, by the way. Just chill. But so, so you can't come and say this is one of the best rap. So of all it time, it is of all time. That's serious. Guys, do you know how many rap songs exist? <laughs> do you know how many yeah, rap songs yeah. exist? Basically, to say that, that means it is in an exclusive club of some of the most exceptional rap tracks of all time, dating back to the 80. 80- oh, oh, okay. Look, all right. Okay, cool. All right. But it is. <laughs> like, okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. Look, man, this is this is Lupe. Like that first verse, he starts with his own, like you know, perspective, his own upbringing. You know where he's like, uh, I ain't the greatest. No, no, I, used no I ain't to trying to be hip-hop. the greatest. greatest. I used to hate hip hop. Yeah, hip-hop. because the women degraded, the women but degraded. this show made me laugh like a hypocrite. I played it. A hypocrite, I stated though I only recited half. Recited half of it. I'm like, yo, what I'm listening. <laughs> me, and then he said, "Me and my dog couldn't relate till I dated, and t- till a bitch I dated." Forget my no. favorite word for hers and hers alike, but I heard it from a song I heard and sort of liked. Just like, just the way he twisted the words, and then he's building up his own his own story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? what what's what's weird? You know, maybe that's the second verse where I can relate to because it's the exact same thing we talked yeah, about this last week. I was about to talk about this, like, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Because like we we talked about this last week and it's the kind of exact thing that happened. He said, "So I had to get a boy back. I had a ghetto boy bop a Jay Z boycott. Because he said that he never prayed to God. He prayed to Godie. I'm thinking Godly, God God me from the ungodly. But like for me, it was the same thing. I was like, yo, like the evils. Like nah, <laughs> like Jay Z can't run. But then like, <laughs> but then after time, you like you get into what they're trying to say. Um, and Lupe kind of went through the same thing. So. Like this song, it yeah. relates to me on a level that not a lot of other songs can. So. Yeah, and like I don't know, man. Just first verse, third verse. The first verse where he's like, coupled with compositions from Pac, not as it was written, written in it intermixed with my realities and feelings, living conditions, religion, ignorant wisdom, and autistic vision. I began to accept the world and listen. Damn, like this is this and is then, like so... the hooks. The hooks where he's like, um, my mom can't feed me, my boyfriend beats me, I have sex for money, the hood don't love me, the cops want to kill me, that nonsense built me, and I got no place to go. Like, I think they yeah. bought my village, they call they us call killers. killers. Took me off welfare, I can't afford their health care. My teacher won't teach me, my master beats me, and it hurts me so. Second verse, like, the hooks. Why does he do the sh- patois? Like, why does he do the patois, though? Like... You know, that like... I was I was I was gonna ask you, where is Lupe from? Because I know his name is Wasalu Jaco. Yeah. And I'm I, I was is that from the island? Is that from Africa? Like where is he from? 
Did, I thought you might know, up? but no, I don't know. I don't he, know. It's he could be Nigerian by like the first name. The looks name seems kind of Nigerian. So I was gonna ask you guys, you know, does that seem like a Nigerian name? Well, wait, what's just a, name? he's just he's just they say he's of West Coast African descent. Like that's pretty much where it ends. Really? Mm. Sorry, what did no, I say? No. West West African descent. Why did I say West Coast? West Africa. Africa. What yeah, the hell? It could be. <laughs> yeah. His, his his first name's Wasalu, I think. But anyway, third verse. Can we get to the third verse? <laughs> now I remember, um, in my first year or second year of university, I had an English professor who allowed us to kind of we could play any song we wanted for the class as like a project. So basically, there was like three black people in the class. And we were able just to kind of play whatever hip-hop records we wanted. So I played um, I Used to Love Her by Common. And, like, when, you know, like the last bar when he re- kind of reveals the story. I remember the whole class going, ooh. But then the dude that p- came after me, he played this record. And it just, and like, he won the day, basically. Because the third verse, especially when you have the words posted, and you just yeah. read everything that he says... And you're able to follow exactly what he's saying. So when he goes, so through the Grim Reaper sickles, I like this is a verse I want to memorize. I've listened to this song so many times, but there's just so many syllables. I have little pieces memorized, but like when he goes Louis Vuitton, modeling, pornographic actors, honoring, string theory, pondering, believing, vomiting, Catholic priest, font. Like there's just so many things that he lists here. Like it just, it makes me happy when I listen. He mentions Osama like, and Obama there, like. <laughs> Talks about like, Obama. Like, how was he mentioned in Obama in 06? How did he? How, how does? How does Lupe? No, know? but he, yeah, he he was from Chicago, so no surprise. True, true, there. true. true I mean, yeah, 06, you know, only if you like, basically, Obama was, was known in 06. He he was known. He was known. fair enough. And so. yeah, he's 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 from Illinois, so fair enough. But yeah, yeah. like all the world's ills sitting on Chrome twenty four. Like 20 he spells every like so. So basically, my English professor was like. You could list everything. This guy's basically told us everything that's wrong in the 21st century so far. And we could have a whole class and just sit here and dissect each and that, that line, element. All the world's ills sitting on 24, sitting on crow 24 inch wheels. Like he, that's hip hop that he's personalizing. Like uh, he thinks that, uh, sorry, 24 inch wheels, that's the personification of hip hop itself. Right. Like, yeah. So. With hip hop, you could talk about Macintosh marketing, oil field, Argerid, Brazilian, Brazilian adolescent, adolescent. Uh, Israeli like, occupation, Islamic martyrdom. Islamic like, martyrdom like, exactly. Like, <laughs> you could just talk water, about all like, of that in hip hop is here. And, like, that's the I've thing. Like, I gotcha. I forgot to say this on I gotcha when we're talking right. about I gotcha. You I've know, come in hip hop. We've come to resurrect you, 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 you. Like, when he does that, little you, 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 like, he's. Like you could tell, this guy is like a purist, man, and like for the art form in and of itself, like just as he says here, man, like all the world's ills sitting on twenty-four inch chrome wheels. To him, hip hop is a car that would be a Benz sitting on twenty-fours. You know, rock and roll would be, as he says, like an old school Cadillac from the fifties, or opera would be some old-fashioned car from the nineteen twenties. Everything, the vehicle. Hip hop as a vehicle, quote unquote, can be used as the impetus for talking about a host in a different range of topics. This kind of also reminds me of um, I don't, 
I can't believe I've had two black on both sides references, but it kind of reminds me of um, New World Water. New World Water. Remember that record where he talks about water in like the second verse with like, you know, um, you bathe and clean with it. Summertime, you fiend for it. The iron you steaming with. Dress wounds and treat diseases with. Black and white, both the rich and poor, black and white, God need for it. You know, just like he just, he keeps going. It's like, I, he just keeps going and going. Like, that's the same mm-hmm. thing Lupe was doing on this, you know? Yeah. Just listening, listening, listening. And it's just, it's a dope device that rappers can use. It just shows, like, the depth of their minds. Like, you know, what they can put from pen to paper. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just, I, I just, it's an incredible record, man. It's yeah. Just, it's insane. Um, what's next, Double H? Next on the agenda is Jiggerman. Because that's the producer himself. Pressure. You know what? I'm not. I'm not big on this track for whatever reason. I don't have neither, like a strong. Neither am reason. I. Neither am I. I mean, look, um, it's, it's. Let me there, say this. Like, yeah, I mean, see, look, I knew y'all was gonna hate on this after last. No, week. no, no, it's no, not hating, man. Damn, what you so, say? It's it's, 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 not, it's only popping look, off, man. It's not popping off, bro. This is what I'll say about this record. The hook, terrible. Like they, that was the one. Me- I think that was just the only. That's my uh, only gripe with this record. Like, you know, but everything else, like, man, Lupe with the jeans scheme, where he's like, you know, I'm sewing jeans. First and 15 is just a sewing machine. So I cut the pattern and I sew it seams. But then this hustling them publicly. I'm Buddy Lee. There's no busting them and cuffing them. It's like ushering in the regime. They want me to make Prince pants. Like, you know them Prince pants. But then he said, but. I withstand. <laughs> but I withstand. <laughs> I got it in that. A little big in the waist. Two pocket on the back. back. Yeah. Call of Blue Vaz. OGs. OGs or OGs covered in blue dye. What? <laughs> what? Bruh. And then given give like, the game, that's like, bars, like giving like, chocolate to the record. fat. That's like giving chocolate to the fat. Yeah, I was like, this, this is so dope. I, I don't know how you can't be a fan of this record if you just if you love if you love if you love bars if you love wittiness if you love wordplay and that's why Jay Z kind of gravitated to Lupe because he was just he saw a bit of himself of in him, him you right? Know? Yeah, he was exactly. Do you see because like this, this 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 is something that happens to me all the time though. Like if you give me a great record, like so for instance, you give me Kick Push, I'm probably not gonna like I Got You. You give me He Say She. He say, she say. I'm not probably not gonna like sunshine. You give me hurt me soul pressure. As good as it is, it's not gonna be what I just heard. So for me, I need to probably I need to get over like the next the, the sequencing kind of thing in my brain. Which is why I say like track listing is very important. You give, you important. gave me like a great song and then you followed up with something that's kind of just meh. But pressure it kind of breaks that because I, I do like pressure. Like I would never skip it. Just because I like the bars. Exactly. Um, that's the, like oh, the that's beat? all it keeps you for. Right. Like the beat and the hook. I could, yeah, I, the I beat, could live The without. beat's doing too much. The beat's doing a bit too much on this. Yeah. Like, uh, Half Hope, you got you got thoughts on this one? No, but Jay's oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, Jay's verse. Yeah, like it just, nah. We'll it, get there, Tosa. Nah, it doesn't, it doesn't. Um... Jay's verse, Tosa? Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's Hope, man. Like, he can't. He came through, bro. Every whole feature was like it was crack for dudes, man. Like he just every time it would come out. I think this was what 2006. 
Yeah, because that's when Luke, that that's why Lupe was like and big homies out of retirement. Uh, this was yeah, after the Black yeah. Album and probably before Kingdom Come. So it was Kingdom in that Come gray came area, out this so. year too. Yeah, a lot so, of albums. Like, see, for all the things that we're saying about Snap Rap, there were also great albums that came out this year. Don't get it twisted. Kingdom I think that's Come is a not double, great. Kingdom Come is very underrated. I listened to it a couple weeks ago. Kingdom very what? Underrated. <laughs> Kingdom Come. Yo, oh, yo, you haven't I'm, heard of Double H. Don't front. Don't oh, front. no, no. I, tr- I tried to when I, and I stopped. <laughs> so Wow. This verse from Jay is it. Man, this was so dope. Like the art scheme he used at the start. So the pan is mightier than the sword, my lord. My first picture was a lineup. Now I'm on Forbes. And I still remain the artiste through these all. If you force my hand, I'll be forced to draw. Those first four bars, like, it's just... Nah, man. He came with it, man. And then he's like, first to 15th. That's my cue. He just came with a hot 16. And let it, it just... And he just, and he just went out. So, yeah, man. Hove is just... All right, all right. Let's... The most epic rapper of my lifetime. But, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. American Terrorist is next. Now, for me, don't like the beats... This dude said a lot of stuff. This is probably the most content heavy and the most kind of like, okay, this guy's saying and speaking a lot of truths mm-hmm. on this track. Just that the beats, too much stuff is happening in the beats. But this this is definitely the most content-filled um, track just on the album. Like the way he starts it off where he's like, um, what do you say? How do you forgive the murder of you? Something like that. It's um, the ink of a scholar is worth a thousand times more than the, the blood, blood of, of martyrs martyr. or the blood of a yeah. martyr. Yeah, like, I was like, okay, so where are we going with this? And then he just proceeds to just kind of just destroy America. <laughs> and I, obviously we'll get to the end part, the kind of like the refrain at the end, but I'll let Tosin go because I'm sure you got all the thoughts on this one. No, actually not really. Like oh, uh, when I first heard, when I first heard this record though, I, I didn't, I used to skip it a lot. Like I just didn't like the, the production on it either um like i said like there are a lot like you could tell lupe was really going for a grandiose sound on this you know we talked about it with daydreaming like um real just might be okay it works in a couple of like for my opinion it works on real some you could argue on just might be okay you can argue on you know daydreaming like some people do but um this thing this year he said he went with the same formula and uh, I think the the best part of this record, though, like I really like the guy he works with on here, who he continues to work with on on subsequent albums. Forget his, what's his name, Matthew Santos. Matthew Santos. Yeah, man, the hooks, pretty, the chorus is pretty nice. Like you know, yeah, my this, best this is one of the better hooks. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty just with the sample. It sounds like some you think you would think it's some Middle Eastern. It's taken from mm. some middle eastern record but but but, then, but that's the whole point though it's kind yeah, of the and, contradiction between like who is really the terrorist and who isn't so he was just like now if a muslim woman strapped with a bomb on a bus with the seconds running gives you jitters just imagine a, an american-based organized christian organization planning to planning to poison water supplies Surprise. to bring the second and coming quicker, quicker nigga yeah. I, I remember when i heard that shit i was like oh my goodness like yeah. Who is the ter- when he said planted the poison water supplies to bring the second coming quicker, nigga? I was like, yo, 
that's that's where and then like he talks about like smallpox blankets and shit. So this is yeah. one of the this this is like woke nigga hotep one oh one. Like if you need a song to kind of explain like why is America evil? You play this song and you're like, okay, I get it. And then when he's like, um what does he say? Don't give the black man food, give red man liquor. Black man, liquor. Red man yeah. food, black man nigga, and give nigga, yellow man yellow tool, man's... make him railroad builder. Also give him pan, make him pull gold from river. Give black man crack, glock and tings. Give red man red crack, man crack. Slot, slot machine. Now bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Then he says it again. Then he says it again. Yeah, he says it again. I was just like, yeah. Actually, actually wait. Let, let's, let's, again, look. Thank you, rap genius, man. You're, you're a great help. Because um, it's what I just found interesting. He starts with close your mind close your eyes, see with your heart. And then in verse, I think, yeah, in the first verse, um, the books that take you to heaven and let you meet the Lord there have become misinterpreted for reasons for warfare. We read them with blind eyes. I guarantee you there's more there. Rich must be blind. I think just how, just the usage of, which is I said, this is the most content heavy of the whole thing. And that just that thing of your eyes, what you see, and what you see really isn't um, the the truth. What we're seeing is the truth. And you know what? Like where, so when you actually close your eyes and and you think and you actually use your mind is where the truth comes upon because the mind cannot be infiltrated by the stuff that you see around are you advertising That's and good. everything. So That's good. That's mm. good, Heaven. <laughs> Wait, he's just like, yo. It's so light as well, like the end of the song. He's just saying, don't give black man food, get the red man liquor. <laughs> I was just like, I remember memorizing that one day. I was just like... And he doesn't like... like he, he says it in like broken English too. Yeah, <laughs> give black black man, nigga, give yellow man too, make him railroad builder, also give him pen, make him make pull, pull gold, gold from river. Railroad. And then he says, <laughs> give black man crack, glocks and ting, give the red man craps, slot machines, now bring it back. It's just I don't know. It's it's dope, and then now it's like American terrorist. So, um, yeah. yeah, just yeah, no, 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 no. no. Definitely, just that the production was on point. But if the production was on point, it would definitely be one of the best tracks on the album. So, um, I, what production was good to you on this? Like, I think the production <laughs> on this was what it needed to be. It was yeah. It was, oh it no, was, no, 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 no. It could it could have been like. That's what that, Middle Eastern. Yeah, part. yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that whole why for 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 what reason? Why? Why? Why do you need, you need that? Like because a guy is saying something so important. Why did he like just give me a beat? <laughs> just give me a damn beat, bro. You don't need to make it come. He's saying stuff that is so important. Give me a just a simple, proper, effective beat. The music Please. is a part of the the scheme, though. The scheme is like yeah. American terrorist. You might think, oh, and then you hear the beat. You might think, oh, this. Rather, you might think this song is about terrorism. You hear the beat, and you're like, okay, so Muslim people are terrorists, or whatever the case may be. But then, with that beat, he nah, then goes ugh, to explain why America is the real terrorist. You see, that's when you're trying to overthink. Don't it get works. cute. It don't get. Don't get. No, no, no. See, see, for me, see, if I'm an executive producer, I'll be like. I know what you're trying to think. It's very clever, very smart. You're trying to, I'm, well, we have to make an effective musical album. And what you're saying is so important that we need to fully hear what you're saying. We cannot allow the production to try and over overarch the importance of what you're saying. Uh, I like it. I like it. So, I think it's, right. it's lush in the right way. All right. Um, um, 
Emperor Soundtrack. Emperor Soundtrack. Skip. Skip for me. What? Skip. skip. Skip for your boy. Skip it. Skip a Rooney. Damn. Skip a Rooney. Do you agree? Um, it depends on the day. So I some sometimes if I just want to hear him rap and just spit, I'll play it. If if I'm just listening more for beats, I'll skip it. I can't really say what this song's about, but I remember I used to overplay this record a lot. I just it had that just it's like it's, it's almost like Lupe's um it's like Lupe's public it's like uh Lupe's own public service announcement like Jay had like sure. No, nah, I'm just saying it's like his own version. You know what I'm saying? Like it just has that you yeah. know gospel feel to it almost. And then the background singing in the back like you could tell like this was really who made this? Yeah, soundtrack. Same dude who made Kick Push. So like you could tell that he was um they were going for I don't know, some score type music on this. But yeah, um overall though, I author like uh DW brother. I never caught that at the start before. Like what he used to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, all right, so as as so two perfect. people who love Kick Push and think Kick Push is like great. Um well three people technically. Kick Push Two. Oh, up love this. Love love yeah, this, this track. Is dope. This is awesome. Love dope. this track. They get, yeah, one album. of one one of the best tracks on the album. Love this track. Like again, this is this is like this is basically like kick pushes brother or cousin. The beats is simple, it's effective, it's nice, it's addictive, it works, and his rapping on it coincides very well. This is how you make a track. It's how you make a track. <laughs> Have hope. Why don't you just listen to spoken word, bro? Like or just like, just like nineteen eighties oh, no, no. rap music. No, 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 no. But, like, but, 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 but like, I think what I'm saying is like, look, production, and I'm sure Tosi would know this is like. The the key to production is getting a song that has a beat that has personality, but it's not too much. So it's a balance. It's a balance of like you want to actually have something that has a song, some character, and does something, but you don't want to overreach and overimpose yourself on the rapper. It's you have to just strike the balance. Balance. Most, a lot of times, producers just go way into one corner. Other times, it's too simple and it has no personality whatsoever. It's that balance. Of just enough personality that isn't too much, but but is enough there for you to say, "Oh wow, that's a nice beat." So, yeah, this is a dope storytelling yeah. record. Cool track. Yeah. Look, um, outro. <laughs> Can I just say this very, very, very briefly? So I was basically just like walking while I was I was listening to this, and I believed <laughs> I may have walked about three three years, and he was still <laughs> shouting at people. I don't care what anyone says. This is the longest shout out ever. This guy shouted people from England, from Sweden, from Mars, from Neptune. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this dude still, he's still going? He, basically, do you know, do you know what I said? I said I mean, do you know, basically, you know, and then he said, well, if there's anyone that I, I forgot, I said, no, Lupe, shut up. If anybody wasn't shouted out, don't blame Lupe for it. <laughs> Either you're irrelevant or cut him some slack. The dude just shouted out like half a, a quarter of our, our planet. Of, of a quarter of our, of our planet. So, nah. <laughs> Look. Bloody hell. What a shout out. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Man, wow. Yeah, you could tell he was kind of following the Kanye template from College Dropout. Just that long. 
But that's the thing. When I remember hearing this, I was like, when this dude gonna spit? Like this 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 sounds kinda cold. Like what is he gonna rap over this? And it just never comes. <laughs> He's still shouting out dudes like, you know, ten minutes in and you're just like, oh, skip. Like, I don't think I've ever heard the all twelve minutes through after the first listen. I'm dead serious. So. Well see, I'm I fall victim to sometimes just like listening to the whole album no matter what. So, so I'll put on it. I'll depends, like, I'll like play track one and I'll listen to as long as you make it, I'll listen to it. Which is sometimes why, like, his latest album, The Droga's Wave or whatever, like, sometimes I have a hard time listening to that one because I can never make it through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, not that it isn't bad, it's just very long. When we had to and listen to this up. album, though, how many of y'all, like, in preparation for this album, apart from Double H, because I guess this was one of his first times, but did you listen to the outro again? The like whole thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, 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 no, no, no. Oh, nah. you did? Oh, Danny. I, I, oh, Danny. I, I oh, couldn't. Wow. I couldn't. <laughs> of course. I was listening to the album, so I was just trying to see, like, what does he say at the end? And then when he's like, if I've forgotten anyone, you know, forgive me, I'll get you on the next one. Um, Lupe Fiasco's The Cool's coming out. I don't remember him shouting out his family. Maybe he did at the beginning, and he, I just forgot by the end. Like, there, there, there was Drake, not Drake, J. Cole did those, this on... Um, one of his last albums, I think 2014 Forest Hills Drive. And he was going through the names of people. And then he was like, oh, my mama. And it's like, like he just, re- he remembered his mom, like at the very end. So I was like, did Lupe shout out his mom or his dad? I don't remember that. But that's that was one thing I thought. But yeah, it, he definitely fell into the uh, last call college dropout vibe where I think that's eight, nine, ten minutes. But that's Kanye telling a story of how he got on. Not just shouting out name after name after name after name. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, such and such begot such and such, who begot such and such, who begot such and such. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to read like the first chapter of Matthew Lupe. Overall Doubling thoughts? back, Final my thoughts? overall thoughts, just double back, going through again, track by track. Yeah, can't, can't call it a classic, but what I'll say is, because again, when I rapped, when I was like, 15, 14, like 14, basically 14, 15, 16 was when I thought I was a, a rapper. In, Put the in tracks my, in my on teams. your YouTube page, Double H. Let the people judge. Oh, look, come on. You can't judge a teenager. Although I will say that for a 15, 16 year old, I was I was writing pretty advanced stuff for a 16, 16 year old. So um, whenever I was in my teens, I said to myself that I'm never going to use any swear words and I'll, I'll never say nigger. So nigger and swear words were never used in my raps. So just listen to Lupe Fiasco. Like what I admire about it is like, my gosh, this is just pure rap. There's no swearing. There's no profanity. And he even makes a point on a track about how the image of rap and everything is something that he's not going to be about. So he holds, he holds a, a mirror to the kind of image that rap, or, rather, or should I say the Jewish record producers want to portray rap as. So I think <laughs> Lupe, um, as a rapper, I just think like, no, no, no. Like, I mean... Very skilled, great mindsets, fully appreciates how clean he, he he makes the rap and just how pure the rap is. I just feel that he the album is let down by some overproduced tracks. Um the track listing may have done a lot of a, a bit of work. Some tracks should have maybe been removed. And yeah, so I just think overall good album, pretty good album. Not not a classic. Pretty good album. If you, if you had to give it, if you had to give it a rating out of ten, remembering you gave Illmatic a ten and you gave Reasonable Doubt an eight, what is? 
I gave Resident Evil Darts an 8? Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, then this has to be 7. Hard 7. A hard 7. Well, okay, time out. You're surprised you gave Reasonable Doubt an 8? What, what did you think you gave it? Yeah, I thought I gave it a 9. No, you gave it an 8. Oh, yeah, because you, you don't allow, allow points. I, I thought I gave it like an 8.5, but you, but you don't like oh. 0.5s. No. Oh, okay, so yeah, so yeah, yeah. So no, this is oh, this is for sure seven, 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 seven. Okay. Yeah. No, actually, Tosin, Tosin, just chill. I'll, I'll, I'll go second. You can go last because you brought the album. Um, I'll just give my closing thoughts now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that how that edit's gonna work if you guys edit it. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, so no, yeah. Gasa. Yeah, go, go, go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's not getting added out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Uh, just close the thoughts on the album. Um, again, I just I want to reference, like, this uh, this album was important because of when it came out and what was going on around it. Um, basically, you have, you know, Snap Rap. The South is kind of bubbling up with, like, them franchise boys and whatever else is going on in the South. You had those. This is, like, 2006. New York Rap's kind of on its way out, shall we say, like the 50 cent peak is kind of coming to a close in 2006. So like, especially as someone who was just kind of coming into like studying hip hop and just being a part of the culture as it were. It was kind of like, yeah, it's like, where is my guy? You know what I mean? Like if you're looking for like your favorite player or someone like that, like who is somebody who's like, cool in that way that I can kind of gravitate towards that I don't have to be a gangbanger but I don't have to be an idiot and talk about Laffy Taffy or whatever the case may be and it was Kanye and that's why I still think a lot of people fuck with Kanye even despite him with the antics that he has now but Lupe was a guy that I gravitated towards in that sense and if you're someone like me and I'll say it again like I'm 28 I'm gonna be 29 soon like this album stands out in that time period as being important because it gave you something that you could listen to that wasn't just whack and it wasn't gangster. It wasn't pretending to be anything. It wasn't, it was just a smart person giving you bars about real life situations and, and giving you context about the world in the same go. And if that was your first kind of introduction to rap on that level or of that type, you're going to conceive it as something that is important in your life, I guess would be a better way to say it. So for me, I would give this album an eight. It's not as good as Reasonable Doubt, just if we're going to talk about musical content. If if I'm if we're talking about my life and like where would I rank this in my life, I'd probably give it like a nine or a ten. But if we're it's just, ten. just just because of it what because of what it means to yeah, me. Yeah, because of what it was to him. Yeah, it's a ten would be like a sentimental like if I was being Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the okay, same okay, way okay, you would yeah. give like the Batman film a ten out of ten if you're being sentimental with it. No, 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 no. Um, that's that's no, no. A, that's a real. Yes, yes. It's it's a real map. But is yes. it actually a ten? Yes, it is. With, yes, like, it is. Yes, it is. Redemption or the Godfather? Like, yes, it people... is. It is. It is. Yes, I said yes. I said yes. People... Okay, I did stutter. I said yes. People might debate you on that. I, so, yeah. I could. I could give it them. Screw them. If if we're putting on our objective hats here, I would give this album an eight, and I would probably say that the cool is better, and I'd probably give that one a nine. But we're not talking about that. So Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor. Eight out of ten for me. 
just echoing, I don't really have much to say like following DT, but just echoing what he was saying. You know, he came in. Lupe was, he was that dude, man. Pretty much spurred the, just the different generation. Head started by Kanye, obviously, but then you have guys like Lupe come out. You had um, even Kid Cudi. Just people in that alternative hip-hop lane like you know and that's what uh, lupe represented and uh like i think kanye rapped on the last call he was like uh, and the fans want a feeling of a tribe called quest what all they got left is this guy called west like i think lupe that light also kind of you know applies to him as well mm-hmm. you know fans just wanted something different and lupe was you know he was a symbol of that so yeah, just overall, this album, what would I give it if I were to give it a rating? I'd go with eight, too, man. I just have to, yeah, I'd go with an eight as well. So if we what, if we put that together, that's what, an eight, an eight, and a, 16 another plus eight? Seven. seven. So 24. Seven. Yeah, 24 out of 30. Wait, so no, wait, no, 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 23. Right? Wow, we gave him this a C plus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so no, wait, so wait, so so Tulsi, because wait a minute, so you because you brought this album forth as a classic, but you're giving it an, an eight. <laughs> no, no, because I'm generally just just, just curious. Because when I look back upon it, and this is no slight to Lupe, this is a great, this is a seminal album. Oh no, 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 no! It's 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 it's, talk, it's a decent debut for sure. If for you sure. talk about the best debut albums, especially from the two thousands onwards, like this is definitely, you know, up there, you know. So, but then again, like I remember after suggesting this album last week, I looked at other albums dropped, and I, and I saw like Hell Hath No Fury by Clips, I saw Ghostface Kill a Fish Scale. It's like man. There were some dope albums like Drop It. It wasn't just the food and liquor. So hmm. um, there were a lot of, you know, not just that. I think what else was there? Doctor's Advocate, um, The Roots, Game Theory. So, yeah, there were a lot of dope albums coming out this time. Even um, um, I, I think I remember my favorite song during that year was an Outcast record with Lil Wayne, Hollywood Divorce. So From Idlewild? Yeah. yeah, from Idlewild, yeah. Ugh. Even Jeezy, Jeezy was coming up. Like you had, there, man, there were so many. There was, there was some. It was a dope time. Like it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. You know, compared it was still to the. Bad. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Look. Look. Let's 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 run things off. So look, man, right. guys, man, that's a. Uh, I take for. Look, Lupe uh, Fiasco for the liquor. So now, next week. It's it's now time for my turn now to um, pick for next week and see for me. It's debated between two albums. We'll help. No, just pick one. No, no, no. Tosin, we can help. What What are the two right. albums that you're debating? So basically, it's basically I know which one I'm gonna pick, but I just I still oh, I just I, basically I want to keep on mentioning this because I just want people to know about this. Fermonche's internal affairs, but I feel that we're not ready yet for that album. We need to build up to what Fermonche doesn't. Because for me, I said that's it's for me. It's the best display of rap skill on any album by a singular rapper is internal affairs but i felt you know what based on discussions and for thoughts i believe we just have to roll with most deaf black on both sides um 
So that's going to be a pick for next week. I think we need to do, do, do that because... So is that official? Official. Most deaf, black on both most, sides. M- most oh, deaf, black on, on both sides. Um, so... Listen, we're going back to New York. We're going back to New York, unfortunately. Give me one second, and you can edit this out if you want. But I'm curious as to one thing. When did that album come out? 99. And yeah. Black Star came out in 98. 98. So do you guys want to do Black Star before we do Most Deaf Black on Both Sides? Or do you want to do... No, no, no. Because eventually I am going to do uh, Most Deaf and Talib Kweli, or is it Talib Kweli and Most Deaf, or Black Star. That is unquestionably classic, and we will do that eventually. Oh, no, Maybe but... Maybe that's like a group for another day. I think, no, no, but I think Black on Both Sides is just more known as a classic than Black Star. Like, it's like... It's, it's one of the most... <laughs> most impactful albums in in rap of all time so and i and i think that's why i'm choosing this over internal affairs because even if i feel like internal, see internal affairs is much more of a personal pick for me which is why i believe that tosin that's why you wanted to change your pick for lupe fiasco because i think that with lupe fiasco it's much more of a personal pick and it's just more personal to you and i think for me very much is more personal for me but i just feel that keeping with the theme of what i want for this whole thing is bona fide unquestionable classics which is why as much as i love pheromon and eternal affairs i just think most deaf black on both sides we can comment more about that in the larger scheme of things within that's just being a classic that people just know and must accept so yeah that's it guys so, so for viewers you know titles spotify whatever um rejig yourself with the LimeWire, Bearshare. Easy, 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 easy. easy. <laughs> that's, that's for triple X stuff. All right, guys. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll see you guys again next week for this one. All right, guys. Bada bing. Peace out. Peace. 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 Peace.